0: Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen.
1: And I'm Adam Cravens.
0: And you have been to the movies. I, I have.
1: It's true. It's true. Pretty much every every week. I know it's your Sometimes more than once. It's your jam.
0: So I was perusing the movies that came out in the past two weeks. Right. And um none of them really jumped out at me. Now I'm sure you saw Charlie's Angels.
1: Um, I didn't, and neither did anyone else. Oh. oh wow, that movie has tanked hard if you have not looked at the estimates and I can't imagine that they're gonna be like twenty thirty million dollars off like
0: so it opened to eight million
1: i the one I read was nine, but oh. like I mean, honest to goodness, that's not gonna make any difference like no. a nine million dollar opening would have been barely acceptable in like nineteen eighty six yeah. Like I think Back to the Future opened to fifteen million dollars in nineteen eighty-five. If that if that gives you an idea of how bad that opening is for a film in the year twenty nineteen.
0: So seeing as you didn't see Charlie's Angels and it opened so poorly, there is a part of me that wants to know how bad in how many ways is this movie. I could tell it was bad from the trailer, but now, I mean, there's a, there's a special quality of badness.
1: In all fairness, the other two Charlie's Angels movies from were awful. What was it like? It, uh, I mean, not quite 20 years ago, but like 15-20 years ago, the the ones that had uh was it Drew, Drew Barrymore, Barrymore and UCLoo. Cameron Diaz yeah, directed they were by McG. Terrible. Yeah, like I, I really didn't understand why anybody decided that or there thought. A sequel. Yeah, like after Full Throttle like tanked at the box office. I really figured everybody but was just it like, didn't
0: tank like this.
1: No, no. I mean, it just it just did poorly. Mm-hmm. This movie, like I said, a nine million. That, that's that's a figure that a lot of movies make on like their opening Friday.
0: This is a figure. This is why the word abysmal exists.
1: Oh yeah, like this. Somebody lost their job. Like because of the that that opening, somebody undoubtedly got fi- somebody from marketing, like one of the producer, somebody is in such severe trouble, like they're looking for a new job tomorrow morning.
0: Mm. And I, I feel bad for them because I'm sure that there were people on the film who all did fine work.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying like it's not the guy in craft services. Yeah. Like this was not his fault. But, like, somewhere somebody did not analyze the right thing, and they were just like, yes, we need Charlie's angels. And these are the
0: angels we need. It's like, I do not need any of them. Nope.
1: None not of at it. at all. Uh, now, on the flip side of that, uh, the Joker just passed the billion-dollar mark and is the most profitable comic book film of all time.
0: And is it not the most profitable R-rated film of all time?
1: I'm not sure if it's the most profitable, but I would assume with that budget like the the
0: It is. Okay. I get okay. it. All right. Well, this I was is making
1: true. sure. I well, I don't it I, is. I don't want to confirm things that I don't have I mean Why so serious? I know it was cheaper than The Matrix Reloaded and I know that made a bucket load of money. And I I figured it was probably cheaper than Beverly Hills Cop, which as far as I know was the near that that or maybe The Hangover was probably mm. the next highest grossing like R-rated movie. Mm. But anyways, yeah, like when you cost, what was that thing, like $60 million and you make a billion dollars, like it's made as much as Dark Knight did. Mm -hmm. And it costs probably roughly $100 million less than Dark Knight did.
0: Right. But we're actually going to review a movie that is current that you've seen. I know we haven't. And so we'll say it now. This is all brought to you by the Hintz and Oakley Family Dentistry This is Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens talking movies with parental guidance suggested, and we're talking Mr. Sleep, Doctor Sleep, Mr. Ed, Doctor Sleep.
1: Sleep. He went to Doctor Eight years of medical school. Let's not, let's not disrespect that.
0: Doctor Sleep. Let me tell you what I know about this movie. Sleep. Nothing.
1: It is. (laughs) It is. This is kind of a weird position to be in as a sequel.
0: It's a sequel.
1: It's a sequel to The Shining. Really? Yeah, that Shining, like um, the here's which, Johnny, like which that. ends
0: with him in the snow and the grinning.
1: Yeah, well, it, it's not Jack Nicholson is not in the movie. Like it's the uh, Danny Torrance, the one that's running riding around on the the little tricycle. Uh huh. Like in it, this red is rum, actually
0: Red Rum, Red Rum. This
1: is actually adult him. Okay. That uh, Ewan McGregor plays.
0: Really. It. I would not have seen that coming.
1: Now, it's not a direct sequel to The Shining, the movie, but it's based on the book that Stephen King wrote as a follow-up to The Shining. Okay. But you can tell that the, you can't have a movie like The Shining not influence a film sequel. That's a, It's like um, whenever they did uh, Return to Oz, mm-hmm. whenever uh, Disney did that back in the 80s, like They were not making a sequel to the MGM movie um, from 40, 39. Right. I was going to say 40 years prior, Mm -hmm. um, but they, you can't have a film that is that kind of magnanimous and like popularized it and not in some way kind of pay homage or reference to it. So they had the, the Ruby slippers in that, despite the fact that they were doing it off the books and in the books, the, the slippers are not red. They're not Ruby slippers.
0: And honestly, the books, radically different.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I did not care for the books because I read them as a child and I'd seen The Wizard of Oz as a child. And it's like, uh, I don't like this world. I like that world.
1: Well, and I mean, honestly, when I say The Wizard of of Oz, no disrespect to L. Frank Baum, I think most of us do think of the Judy Garland Mm -hmm. musical. Yeah. And in so much as that, like The Shining, the movie, is not a, like, direct adaptation. Like, they take a lot oh, of liberties. Sh- the Shining. The shinin. <laughs> <laughs> um, They take a lot of liberties with that to the point that, like, Stephen King is actually not a big fan of The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, one way or the other. I get. He still gets his check whether yeah. or not he likes the adaptation.
0: So this is Dr. Sleep. It's Red Rum is older, and so he... Talks and puts people to sleep. He helps them get a better sleep. Is his last name now Sleep?
1: No, no. And it's it's actually only a nickname that's used like once in passing in the film. <sighs> but like he is not um, a, a, a malevolent like person. Like whenever he does it, like he is uh, he's had problems with like alcoholism in his life. Like why. apparently um,
0: having your dad be psychotic could kind of. Mess you up,
1: and not not like a little psychotic either. Like it wasn't what? like a dab. It wasn't like a sprinkling of it. Like it was, it was Jack Nicholson like on cocaine crazy. Mm-hmm. So he's dealing with a lot of that, and he works one of his jobs um, at a some kind of a, a facility, like almost like a hospice for like elderly people that are very near like the end of their lives, and. He, he, he uses his ability, his shining, um, to do that. And like, and whenever he recognizes that they are going to pass, like he'll try to like ease their pain mm-hmm. or he'll use his ability to make sure that whenever they do pass on, like it's not in a painful or terrible way. And he makes sure that, you know, they're, they're comfortable, they're calm. Um, it, it in so much as you can have, like, I'm going to call it a superpower cause it kind of is, mm-hmm. um, he he's he's doing as much good as he can with that ability, okay, however, there is a group of people that have learned to take uh advantage of people with the abilities um more more or less the ones that were kind of explained or used to great effect in the movie the shining um think about it like if they were the evil x men like in In the movie, The X-Men, like Charles Xavier's going to people and he's like, my name's Charles Xavier. I've got this school. I want to take your kids. I want to show them how to use their power for the betterment of mankind. Okay? Is that cool? Can we do that? That'd Mm -hmm. be great. Like, very good guy. Charles Xavier, stand-up guy. Um, These people are not. Um, Rosie the Hat is their leader, uh, played by, um, if you remember, the actress from uh, Mission Impossible, the more recent one that is – kind of Ethan Hunt's uh love interest and is also oh, okay. the, am I she does she is playing a very uh excellent turn honestly as a villain in this film. Um this film right here is the way that you do a Stephen King adaptation. Like I uh I saw It Chapter 2 very very uh recently. And honestly it, I mean it was just bloated. It was full of special effects that were unnecessary. The film ran almost three hours. Like I was exhausted about halfway into the movie. Um, The performances were solid at best. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you, you had quite like Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, like you had a talented cast of actors and actresses that I never really thought they ever took full advantage of this film has barely any special effects. And if they are, a lot of them are practical. And they're not the showy ones. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when, uh, like, in literally probably any Steven Spielberg movie, those ones that just catch your eye, that, like, you talk about later, like, the first time you saw Star Wars in 1977, and you're like, holy cow, look at that starship. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have any of those. Like, honest to goodness, the people's performances are this special effect in this movie. And as a result, like... It's that much more powerful. It's not a bunch of jump scares. It's not a scary clown. It's not a lot of gore. Like they start getting into your head psychologically. In so this is this movie. an
0: R or a P? It, yes, it, it's a, it's R? an R. Yeah, okay. yeah. Interesting. So worth
1: seeing. Uh, I I do not understand why this film is not doing better. Like it was predicted, I think, to make somewhere between like. I want to say 24 to 30 million dollars, and it opened to 14 million dollars. Hmm. One of the best Stephen King adaptations like I've seen. Like the the film is just genuinely entertaining. It does enough to kind of tip its hat to the original uh film that it's not exactly a sequel to, but it's a very satisfying to the in the same way that like you can have seen that movie or not have seen that movie and honestly I think you you're still filled in by enough of it but the the film itself like I said is a very effective kind of thriller in the way that like it's not it's not a cheap scare like it's not because like you know I have like you know pus running out of this uh-huh. or I'm bleeding mm-hmm. or uh-huh. I I'm, I'm saying you know those kind of yes. horror films
0: okay so that's a good one yeah. And you saw, based on a true story, not Doctor Sleep, but Ford versus Ferrari.
1: Right, and it—it's not the cars transforming and fighting each other like via Batman versus Superman, now which that would which be is surprising. I—I I that was the film I was going in to see. They do not transform. <laughs> it is—it is actually more of a biopic.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's Matt Damon and... uh, Christian Bale. Yes.
1: In a very un-Batman role. Like, I I sometimes... Is it
0: more newsies?
1: Uh, No, there's not a lot of singing (laughs) or dancing or jazz handing uh, in this movie. Actually, I don't think there's any jazz hands in this movie.
0: That's a shame, because jazz hands just lends itself to so many things.
1: Um, Matt Damon and Christian Bale, uh, both of them giving pretty pretty spectacular performances directed by James Mangold who did uh Walk the Line uh did Logan did the Wolverine like mm-hmm. honestly the guy the guy knows how to direct like um I know exactly negative 10 things about cars mm-hmm. like they really could have just been making things up in this movie and I would be none the wiser like I'm just like oh brakes yeah <laughs> okay so-
0: I only read a little bit about it but it's these guys join forces because they're making some sort of car to with Ford to compete against Ferrari in what medium it's is it for a show is it for uh, a race
1: is it Uh the uh, the it's a 24 hour uh like race and okay. traditionally it's dominated by Ferrari mm-hmm. like it's you know they're it's from you know overseas like they've they've perfected it in the same way that like Italy has perfected like you know spaghetti and pizza like and basically
0: yeah, Adam, like, didn't you see the marco
1: you yeah, sure pizza, all right whatever because that's what <laughs> that's what this podcast is about <laughs> um uh, essentially um what what they're wanting to do uh le coca. Is the um, who
0: plays Lee Iacocca?
1: Um The Punisher, whose name I cannot. Oh, that remember. guy. Yeah. Okay. From like, um, The it's... Punisher on Netflix. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That guy. Not yeah, not really, Dolph. I... Not Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> like, not... so he's
0: like a beefy, attractive Lee Iacocca.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's right. wearing a suit most of the time. Huh. Like, he doesn't. He's not ever just like, oh, guys, it's hot in this this uh, meeting. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. <laughs> they're like, whoa, whoa. Oh. Yo, what's Wee. going? Yeah, he's like it's hot. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that that does not happen in this film. <laughs> um, but basically like he's convincing them they're they're saying, you know, like why why is this not selling better? Why are we not doing better? Like why are we in a downward slump? And he's like cuz you you're making your dad's car. You know, you're you're making your grandpa's car. Like the te- teenagers today or like college students today like that's not the car they want. Like they they want, you know, this car. And, like, they show a picture of, like, Sean Connery and an Aston Martin. They're mm-hmm. like, they want they want cars that, you know, are spectacular. They they want ones that, you know, ha- have this. And he's like, that's not, you know, the four-door, like, family sedan. And basically he's like, we need to have a car that's kind of got a- almost, almost a sex appeal, like, to it. And that's when he starts suggesting, he's like, we've got the 24-hour, like, Le Mans here. If we can get a car in there, like no American made car has ever won this. If we can get in there, we can win this. Like people can have a piece of that win. They can own a piece of that whenever they drive that. So like he eventually kind of convinces them uh, to try to enter into that arena. Uh, And at one point, like Ford even makes a bid to purchase Ferrari. Um, However, um, there's some insulting there and the owner of Ferrari uh, basically says a. Whole. that's a no good um he doesn't say that <laughs> he uses actual <laughs> italian uh, but, but more or less like he's, hey luigi did you hear of that no good i think there is a luigi in there but <laughs> it's not mario brothers-esque in the way okay. that they're talking to each
0: other <laughs> he all right
1: um, <laughs> m- more or less like starts insulting uh henry ford's son who is now the head of the company and basically it just – it turns into a couple of rich guys like having a pissing contest. And he's, he said, whatever amount of money you need, whatever you've got to hire, whoever you've got to get, we are going to go there and I'm going to beat him. And I'm going to bury him six feet under the finish line. Like – and like – And this, then it's
0: just like an A-team montage dun, dun, building, dun, dun, building dun, cars dun, dun. and testing and
1: – Well, they get – um uh, Matt Damon, a montage, right? Play. Is there a montage? I want to say there
0: is. There has to be a
1: montage. There's, there's, there's a montage. somewhere.
0: It's calling out for one.
1: But basically, they've got three months to like redesign. Uh, I, I think it's the uh, the Mustang is the thing that's just launched. But basically, they've said whatever whatever kind of resources you need at Ford, you take. So this those. takes
0: place in the sixties.
1: Yes, okay. yes. Um, and uh, like Matt Matt Damon is kind of the designer. Of these cars and like they're, he's the one that, uh, they hire and he's telling them, I need this guy. I need this guy to be the driver. He understand, like we've worked together numerous times. this is the guy I need, but he is not what I'm going to call easy to deal with. Like, doesn't like, doesn't bite his lip whenever it comes to mouthing off to people, like just just,
0: so it's completely out of character to cast Christian Bale in this part.
1: Um, if anybody heard the recording he <laughs> that's did— That's all I can think of. <laughs> anybody heard the recording he did in Terminator Salvation when, like, he blasts, like, the guy holding the macro, and he's like, No! No! That is unprofessional! No! You stop! Like, it's that Christian Bale, like, oh, that's see. doing it. Like, Telling people like, you can kiss this, you know, you can do this, that, and the other. Like, and it's like, who are you again? And he's like, I'm the vice president in charge of, like, just somebody you really should not say that to, especially if you're about to be working for, like, the Ford Motor Company. Mm-hmm. Um, gives it just a spectacular, like, performance. And Matt Damon is kind of acting as his handler, just being like, all right, listen, listen, you've got to play the game a little Just a little, okay? I need you here, all right? Understand that. But that guy over there that's the vice president of this, he doesn't like you, and he has to like you. Just a little, or maybe not even a lot, okay? Like, there's a lot of interplay between those two characters that almost has a a math owl and uh, lemon Mm -hmm. quality to it, just on the way the two bicker back and forth. Uh, And it's more, their, their chemistry is kind of the backbone of the movie.
0: So do you enjoy it?
1: Yes. And like I said, coming from somebody that... Knows zero, zero percent about cars. Like what did I say earlier? Negative ten things about cars. It's kind of like me watching a sports movie. If you can engage me enough, because like I Pretty. don't, I don't watch professional sports. I'm, I have no Are interest. Are you sure?
0: Because that's a surprise.
1: It, uh, if you've ever talked to me for more than three minutes, it's not. <laughs> I don't, I don't even like uh, Quidditch. Okay, like I don't even like fake sports. <clears throat> Like, when it gets to that in the Harry Potter movies, I'm just like, ugh. Can we skip this scene? Mm. Stupid. I don't want to watch, like, broom soccer. Jeez. Ugh. Broom soccer. Like, when we, in episode one, I was like, I don't want to watch Space NASCAR. Get this garbage out of my face. Like, if you will find it in an engaging, compelling, and just, like, narratively interesting way, like, I'll watch it, even if I don't have a particular interest in, say, cars myself. Um, The film, it's about... Two, I want to say two and a half hours. Uh, Does not feel like it. Very well put together film. Strong performances. Another excellent bit of direction from James Mangold. Like, honestly, both of these films, however disparate they are from each other, like, both were very entertaining about vastly different subjects.
0: All right. So, worth seeing. Dr. Sleep. Ford versus Ferrari. And I'm telling you now. You are seeing frozen part Two?
1: I assumed I was. Yes. La- Lauren informed me yes. of it as well. So I, I kind of knew there was no way I was going to get out of that.
0: Yes. So don't come back I'm talking about some movie with a weird name that I've never heard of. Cause this is frozen Two. Well,
1: this is the week. time. This is the period of time that you and I've been talking about Finally. since probably I'd say Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting to that point where we're in the the holiday yes. movie season. And if we're not going to have one like every week, you're at least going to have some of those stronger drops like Frozen 2, um what is it? There's something that actually comes out on Christmas Day. I mean, we're about to have some very um, strong
0: Wicked the Movie.
1: Is that the, is that what I'm talking about?
0: No. Okay. But it comes out before Christmas on the twentieth, unless they've changed it. Wicked. Oh, the movie. and there's
1: that one Star Wars movie that's oh, coming yeah, out too. That too. That's it's going to make yeah. some dollars. I
0: think. A few, and there are others. Wicked. Some of us have been waiting for Wicked, the movie, for several years. I can see you aren't one of them. What and if? Yet.
1: What if I'm good at containing my
0: excitement? <laughs> and yet, can't wait. For that, so I'm um, pretty excited about it. Again. Though I I haven't seen any trailers, and now that bothers me. Makes me wonder if they've changed the timeline.
1: You huh? know what? You know what the the trailer is probably better than the trailer for Cats. <sighs> oh wow! What a weird, weird. Yeah, I know, I know. Like it's it's so weird. Like I almost think it was put together by Saturday Night Live as a movie that
0: it's going to be memorable.
1: Oh, it's for for some reason, yeah. It will.
0: I have a friend Je- who I think is wonderful and she has been uh not in a starring role, but she has been in many Broadway shows and she that's her job. She works all these shows and she travels. So she's in the National Touring Company of Cats right now. <sighs> And I tried to show this movie to Anna Grace, who loves all things musicals. And I remember when Cats came out, but I'd never seen it. And we could not get through it. Now, I told her, I said, there is this one song that is extraordinary. It's just an amazing, amazing song. You know, just chilling to hear this song when, of course, it's done well. But the rest of it is just...
1: I'm going to... I'm going to just put this out there. Um, jokingly, a friend of mine and I, because we were certain that we were going to end up in the junior ROTC class that didn't end up making put down dance two as our alternative.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and
0: that's where you went.
1: That's where we ended up because they didn't have enough for the junior ROTC class our senior year. So we ended up in a dance class, um, and they were all about some cats. And over <laughs> over the course of a week we got to see like a filmed version of one of the stage productions and and uh let me let me just say like I uh I've seen a lot of plays live. Um seen Phantom of the Opera, saw Rent, uh, Beauty and the Beast. I've seen I've seen several plays. Um I don't I don't think I could do that one uh, live. The only way I made it through it was I slept during class. And we got to do it over the course of a week. I don't wow. I don't know if I could have digested that all in one sitting.
0: Now, the the costumes are extraordinary. And my friend Charlotte, I mean, they don't have a makeup artist come in. All of the, the cats themselves, I don't know about the leads, but yeah, because she's dating the lead guy. I don't know who the lead guy is in the – anyway, they do all their own makeup. It's extraordinary. It's beautiful. The dances are great. I find it so boring, but I'm very excited for her. But I,
1: just, I am not I excited like that about play. that movie. I don't. It's I don't like not the play. I don't like the movie. You're you're right. The, but that one song. Not it's not memories. Is it? It's it it's,
0: it's, uh, it's uh, a. Uh, it's a uh, that one. I forgot what it's called. Maybe it's memory.
1: I thought maybe it's memory. Like yeah.
0: If, it's it's extraordinary. I could sing it badly for you, but it is it's one of those amazing songs and the rest of them are not.
1: I'm not I'm not even opposed to musicals, but I just this this did not connect with me on nor, any, nor in any I. way.
0: Uh however, this does have Gandalf in it and so therefore I'm going to have to watch it.
1: I was I was waiting for you. And so will you. Adam.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, I'm going
1: to – I'll have to check.
0: That's, that's implied.
1: I have to check Run-P and just see when Ian McKellen shows up.
0: <laughs> and I'll just be like, all
1: right, yeah, guys, I need one for cats. And they'll be like, sir, it's been on for an hour and 37 minutes. I go, yeah, I just got to catch Gandalf. That's all. And they're just like, wait, what? Yeah. And I'll be like, don't – it's it's not worth it. I just – I needed to go see Gandalf. That's okay. really
0: all I needed. Anyway, um, go and see – I was going to say Fast and Furious Ferrari, but it's not called that. It's called Ford versus Ferrari,
1: and and Doctor Sleep, Dr. Honest to Goodness Sleep. Both films, uh, very disparate subjects, well well worth watching. Are very there well cats
0: pres- in either one of the movies?
1: Um, there is a cat in Doctor Sleep, but it doesn't sing, and it's not jellical.
0: Okay, that's all we need to know. And again, I am so proud and love my friend Charlotte. I just I can't imagine. Having you're, you're loving, your
1: love and appreciation for a person doesn't have to have anything to do
0: that's true. with what they do. And yet, there's a part of me that goes, every night you've got to do
1: that. You know, I, there's things I do all the time that I don't want to. All right. But I know that there's a paycheck that's going to be delivered into my bank account. Okay. And it makes it all worth it.
0: Well, it makes her happy and that makes me happy. So there you have it. And thanks so much for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen.
1: And I'm Adam Cravens.